Episode 30 of a One Life Live It podcast. I'm your host, Steve Callahan. That was the great Steve Perry, former lead singer of Journey, bringing us in with one of my all-time favorites, O'Sherry. Absolutely love that tune. How are we doing? It is now December 28th. Uh, this will be launched tomorrow, uh, this episode, on December 29th. But as we record today, this is a very, very special day. And I'm going to get to that a little later on. I want to pay tribute to my superhero in life. Um, you know, it's a tough time of the year for a lot of people, for many, especially with the restrictions in place. Again, um, we can seem to measure everything except for mental health. And we can always seem to lean towards the fear side of things rather than the faith side of things. You know, fear and faith are similar because they both, they both describe a world that hasn't, that hasn't really existed yet. Fear is something that um, hasn't happened and faith is a belief in something that will happen. That's amazing because both given the same energy, give the same life. And I think that we often need to be aware of um, some of the things that we actually give life and energy to. So I wanted to share with you today um, some simple self-care ideas that you can try right now uh, that you can really look inwards about. And there are actually nine of them, nine of them, um, but some simple self-care uh, ideas that you can really try right now. And I've been doing a lot of journaling over the last number of days. And, you know, this is something that I really wanted to go. May do some reflection uh, on episode 31, um, which may break in, in January 2022. Um, but really right now, I've been doing a lot of journaling and a lot of sharing. And I hope that these can resonate with you. So, you know, a positive mindset and a strong immune system will put you in a good place to take on just about any of life's challenges. But to keep yourself happy and healthy, you need to first invest in yourself. We've all heard the, you know, the, uh, the airplane uh, uh, suggestion that, you know, you really need to take care of yourself before you can really help someone else. And while it might sound like some new wellness trend, self-care is the most basic form of looking after your body. It's as simple as that. And your mind. Covering everything from getting optimal sleep to eating well. To arm you with a go-to guide for wherever and whenever you need it, 
these few little nine tips I think will help along the way. And you can check in with them because as you check in with them, you'll be checking in with yourself. Most are easily available and relatively low cost or get this even free. There's no time to wait. So let's get around to it. Number one, and you've heard me talk about this one so many times, so it shouldn't come as much of a surprise that I recommend journaling as a way of keeping your mind and body strong. But we aren't the only ones. After studying the effects of putting pen to paper, researchers at Michigan State University found that expressive writing can help the brain cool down in a state of worrying. So in those times of worrying, kind of just writing down uh, some thoughts, you know, I'm going to share with you. It was only just recently, and I picked this up um, from my good friend, Jay Shetty. And Jay said, you know, go back to your phone to the beginning of 2021 and just scroll through your pictures, just scroll through your pictures. And they'll be documenting exactly all the great things that happened this year. And I may share those in the future, but, you know, I started to journal those and they were so special. There has been so many great things that have happened this year and certainly uh, makes it for an exciting 2022 as well. Another study by famed psychologist, James Pennebaker, also concluded that journaling can help strengthen our immune system and make us feel less stressed. Who knew? Really? Well, I did. So, Number two, create a routine and set some goals. Now, I know this sounds a little big, but we humans are creatures of habit. So creating a routine will give you the structure you need to achieve anything you set your mind to. To take it further, you can also set short-term achievable goals for yourself. It might be a work project, a fitness challenge, or something as simple as making your bed daily. By setting yourself up for success, really, that's what you do. As soon as you get up and make that bed, you've already gotten one cool thing completed. I'd love to know how many people out there uh, in the comments below or, or DM directly who actually gets an opportunity to make their bed or not gets an opportunity who actually goes about it and how they feel and what it's like to come home at the end of the day and come home to a nicely uh, laid out bed for you. I guarantee you, you're going to feel the small benefit of these small little wins that are going to turn out to be huge, large wins. Number three, and this goes a little bit in hand in hand with the journaling. I want you to practice gratitude. Really. It is very hard to be depressed and grateful at the same time. In fact, it's impossible. I can't stress this enough. I really can't stress this enough. Even in the midst of hardship and adversity, there's always something to be grateful for. No matter how small or insignificant it might feel or how hard it may seem to be at this particular time, from increased happiness to reduced pain, there's a growing body of evidence that shows the benefits of seeing the good in the moment. That's faith. That's real faith. You know, I love the quote, but your health and happiness are the most important things. Don't let anything stand in the way. This one is incredibly important because I have been talking so much that one of the greatest changes I ever made in my life was getting up just one hour earlier. So for me to say this almost sounds a little contradicting, but get some good sleep. I mean, it's not difficult to get up an hour earlier if you can go to bed a little hour earlier. Nodding off is easier said than you know done for some people. I get it. But sometimes there's a method 
to the madness of just winding down. It's important to take some sleep as when you get it. You know, I recently ordered the Aura Ring. And for those of you watching on video, you can see me right now holding up the Aura Ring. And it kind of identifies when are the best times for me and my body to relax and go to sleep. Now, I think it's a great investment. And it's been, it's been really cool because it kind of gives me that little nudge, nudge, that little little knock, knock to kind of say, hey, now might be the time for you to, to wind down uh, that best suits my body. So great thing there. You know, you've got to top up the sleep bank, really, if you're overdrawn, especially. There are countless apps, like I just mentioned, you know, mask sprays out there that will help you rest more soundly. But the simplest thing you can do is practice good sleep hygiene. That means turning in, rising at a regular time, watching what you eat and drink. Yeah, this is the toughest one. So I'm going to slide it in, but this is very difficult for me. No screens before bed. And I love my tube. I really do. I love my tube. Number five, drink more and less, but listen a little, please. It's simple. Drink more water and drink less alcohol. And I know that this contradicts this time of the year, but trust me, drink more water and drink less alcohol. Knocking back two to three liters of water a day will keep your immune system healthy and help flush out any toxins. And drinking less alcohol will help you sleep better. Remember that one we just talked about? It'll help you sleep better. It'll boost your mood and it'll save you a few pennies in the process. Number six, you got to move. You got to move. You got to move your body. It was meant to move. It was meant to exercise. It was meant to push forward. We're all taking a moment to be still and reset. And that's cool. I get it. Now is a time to reflect and, and look inward. But there's also a time to get a sweat on. There really is. You know, they can close as many gyms as they, can, they want. But as long as you get enough room, you can move. You can just move in your place where you're to. This really has to be a no excuse lifestyle because there really isn't any excuses. You know, there's seemingly endless number of workout stretches and mindful exercises you can follow online that require nothing but your body and a little bit of space. According to a study by Boston University School of Medicine, all it takes, all it takes is 20 minutes of low to medium intensity exercise to measurably improve cognitive function. You're looking after your heart and your mindset. Number seven, my biggest struggle, by far my biggest struggle, is eat well. A healthy gut equals a happier, healthier you. Top up your good bacteria with some probiotics. I take one every night. I take a probiotic every night, along with the, the other 14 supplements that I do take. Eat plenty of vegetables in as many colors as you can. I'm trying. I really am. I am trying. And do your best to eat good sources of protein, good fats and grains. Stay away from the refined carbs, the sugary snacks. Oh, geez, do I ever love the sugary snacks and the ready meals. We know that Mr. Delivery Man can get a burger to you to your door in 10 minutes. I don't know who that is, but, um, but what's the rush, really? What's the rush? Try it in the kitchen a little bit. Try to conquer the kitchen. Rustle up your own invention. As Eat as many colors as you can. The more colors, the better it is for you. Number eight. Number eight. Learn something new. 
you can do it right now. Learn something new. It's always a good idea to use your free time to do something worthwhile rather than endlessly doom scrolling, doom scrolling. However, that doesn't have to mean learning a new language, instrument, or skill. If that's what you feel like doing, then great, fine. Take on one of those. However, it's important to remember that if you need that free time to do the basics or to take some time out, then that's fine too. Putting unnecessary or unrealistic expectations on ourselves is the last thing that we need right now. But try learning something new, okay? And this one I really noticed, you know, I turned on the news this morning and they were reflecting on all the biggest news stories this year. And you know that not one of them was positive. Everything was negative. We would not understand any or invite any negativity into our life if we were to unfollow those things in our social media. And more important, if we were to simply switch off the news. It is not meant to make us feel good. It is meant to make us feel terrible. It's important to know the right facts at the right time. I get it. Yes. Just before bed and first thing in the morning when you've barely woken up is definitely not the right time. Allow yourself a news update. You know, from a reliable source. They are tough to find. Give yourself 10, 20 minutes a day and that's it. Most of what you are getting as news is opinions and not actual fact. Now, look, I'm not talking about wearing a tinfoil hat. I'm just talking about reality here. This is about how you can take care of yourself right now. Take any advice that is being presented and then continue about your business. That's it. Move on. Don't need... You don't need to leave the news on 24-7. You don't. Turn off the notifications and the alerts. Delete any news apps. Control your consumption. Trust me on that. There's nothing more important than that one. So let me know in the comments or the DMs, which one resonates with you? Which one? One to nine. Which one resonates with you? Which one is important? Which one is someone that you're going to take advantage of? Which is one that you're going to start with? Is it journaling? Is it turning off the news? Is it getting more sleep? Is it moving your body? Let me know those. I would love to hear them and we will share them in some future uh, podcasts. Keep in mind why this list is important because sometimes in the midst of a panic, it's easy to forget the basics. It really is. Even if you only follow a few recommendations from above, you'll hopefully start to feel better physically, emotionally, more important more important mentally this list is not going to get is not going anywhere you can come back to it anytime especially if you feel like you're losing your way just come back to this list i can share it with you personally i can have um, these scripts these notes sent to you you can just ask but you can come back to this list anyway you can come back to it anytime you feel like you may be losing your way Give yourself a break. You're doing great. You really are. You're doing amazing. Trust me, through all the things that we have been through, you have become amazing. 
Each one of you is an inspiration. If you have kids, the decisions that we are making today do not impact them. They impact your grandkids. That's how important. Show up like a hero. Show up like a superhero. And that's something that I wanted to share with you right now. My superhero. See, today, um, I get to say happy birthday to the man who many are blessed to be able to call dad, a father, <laughs> a husband, a pop, um, Doug, or dads. That's my, it's my dad's birthday today, and he's my superhero. He's that police officer that I looked up to when I was young. It's his day, and the other 364 days, he always makes it about someone else. Well, dad, this is your day, and I hope you had a great birthday. I know you were surrounded by family and a lot of love, and that's what you deserve. I want to share with you a story that I began writing. And when I began writing a book just prior to speaking across the country, um, I wrote a story and it was called Dads. I want to share it with you now. Um, and again, I can send this to you, but I wanted to share this story with you. And I hope this resonates with your dad as well. And whatever superhero you might have in your life. So here it goes. It's called Dads. So many times, especially around Father's Day weekend, we hear stories about the special men in our lives, the men known as our dads. For me, the word dads has always been an even more profound meaning because it's been the nickname for my father, Douglas John McCallahan. Having a police officer for a father growing up has certainly had its benefits. The hand-me-down hats and badges, the rides in the police cars and the warning ticket, rather than the speeding ticket because of who your father was. However, having a retired police officer for a father has become a blessing. Over the years, I've had the opportunity to play hockey with a number of police officers, and on special occasions, they would share stories of the man who was known as Dads. Dads was a name that was given to my father by his brothers in the police force because he was always the individual who looked out for the young officers. The person who, in times of doubt, showed them how to not only believe in what they were doing, but in themselves. Whether it was in a locker room, a social event, or even the funeral of a deceased officer, it was always amazing to me to see how excited and proud each fellow policeman was to know and share a story about my father. It may have been a story on how he helped someone in the force who was too small or how he would pick up the most notorious drunks in the city. And when most of today's officers would put them in the old drunk tank or in jail for an overnight sleep, my father would bring them home to their own beds. It was always nice to hear, so you're Doug's son. Seemingly all of the tales, as true as they were, had always been protected for me as I grew older by the man who I had only known as dad. But one day came the words that had always made me excitingly nervous. I have to tell you a story about your father. It was from an older lady who had told me about a time when her mother was walking home from the grocery store and had fallen to the ground. My father on his watch pulled his car over to the side, picked up the lady, carried her not only home, but up the stairs, but also continued on to put her groceries away. Felix Adler best described my father's actions when he quoted, to care for anyone else enough to make their problems one's own is ever the beginning of one's real ethical development. What was also surprising was that whenever my father would walk into a crowded room 
or co come upon a celebrity, he would always go out of his way to introduce himself as if to feel blessed to have made a new friend. What dads never realized was that those he met were always the ones who lived, whose lives had now been touched. My father was always proud to be known to others as dads, but to one proud son, he was simply dad. As Clarence Buddington Kelland said, he didn't tell me how to live, he lived and let me watch him do it. Happy birthday, dad. You know, I wanted to let you all know that, again, if you feel isolated and or alone in these next few weeks, and you need to share and or vent with somebody, I'd be happy to be that person. Never any judgment, only empathy. Please reach out to those who may be lonely. Remember, they don't have to be alone to be lonely. If you need a friendly text, chat, video, or connect, just text me at 709-746-8780. I'm so blessed that you are part of this journey with me, part of this One Life Living podcast, part of this global community. And I'd ask you, please take the time to like, share, and subscribe. Leave any comments below. It would mean the world to me. We are live on YouTube, Apple, iTunes, Google, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Alexa, and iHeartRadio. Thank you so much for continuing to be life nudgers. One life, live it.